It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I'm going to answer your questions, but I want to just, um, just a quick little personal note before I start the show. You may know or not know that every weekend uh, I coach ping pong to uh, a juvenile detention center, so mostly kids from 10 to, to 18 years old that um, are you know, survivors of very difficult circumstances and I'm in detention. So uh, they wrote me, you know, tons of tons of thank you and, and, and happy birthday uh, to me. And those letters, just want to do shout out to all of them in detention uh, and in Ohio, they really touched my heart. So thank you for that. A letter goes a long way, whether it's from a kid to his coach, whether it's for a partner to another partner, whether it's the parents to their kids or vice versa, a letter goes a long way. And a letter, those letters from the kids really touched me. So thank you, kids, for uh, not forgetting your ping pong coach for his birthday. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Bailey, bonjour. Bonjour. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is up tonight? So I really need some advice. <laughs> Um, okay. I am, so I'm totally in love with my husband. Yeah. Everything's great. We have a new baby. We're really like happy on that level. But Congrats. like he, he has this rehearsal space, right? He's a musician and he plays drums and he plays guitar and he was in a band with these guys for like years and they toured really good. So, um, but he's not in the band anymore, but they still keep up this rehearsal space and they get together on Fridays, but now like we have a, a baby, so we don't have, we have limited time. And like mm -hmm. the only time that we have off together is Friday, but he still <laughs> wants to keep on playing music with his buddies on that night. And I really think it's time for us to spend some quality time together, but he wants to play music instead. And it's, I don't know what to do about it. I, I understand. And, and by the way, I hear baby. So that's your baby with us, right? <laughs> yes. Her name is Margot. She's really sweet, but yes, she's here. <laughs> I like that. All right. Welcome to Marco, too. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I think that one of the, the, the key thing in the conversation is to see why he's resisting. So there is an unspoken. There is something that is he avoiding you? Is he um, losing his drive? Uh, is he, you know, stressed out and that time with his friends is important for him? Uh, but I think it's a great conversation to have and let him explain how he feels, right? Because we can all understand our partners if we have a conversation and we hear them. And I think, because I don't know him, he's resisting and we want to know why. Yeah. Right? Okay. So I would simply have a good conversation, very calm conversation after a good meal. You know, men are grumpy if they haven't had a good meal. It's, it's, it's a, <laughs> including sure. me. So after a good meal, I said, listen, here's what's going on uh, when you go out with your friends of the band and this and that and then we don't have those intimate time together. And, you know, for us, it's very important to keep that going or we're going to become best friends and then, you know, it's a dangerous position to be when you're uh, romantic together, okay? Yeah, okay, yeah. And then hear him and you guys find a solution. Maybe it's not that night, it's another night, or but to keep the intimacy and the ooh-la-la -la alive, okay? Okay, yeah. I mean, that's a, that would be a good compromise, maybe another night, but I mean, I feel like Friday is just a great night for a date, you know? Okay. Uh, I I agree. It usually is. <laughs> All right, Bali. Thank you so much for your call. Good luck to you and good luck to your little baby. Thank you. Yeah, congrats. Have a good night. Oh, thanks. Have you ever found yourself like Bailey, 
finding no time for date nights and romance because you're too busy? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever found yourself in a your relationship or maybe your marriage, your partnership, in feeling that there was, you guys were not making time for the romance, for date night, for ooh-la-la, for talking to each other, for holding hands, that, you know, really, you know, in the name of really two things, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's usually work and parenting. Meaning, you know, we all work very hard, and that's cool, and that's a good thing, but then, you know, oh, we're so tired, not tonight, honey, maybe another night. And then there is the fact that, you know, if you have children, of course, that takes a lot of your energy, and then you go, you know, oh, it's not a romantic feeling, so why don't we just go to bed and call it a day? But the thing is, if you don't make time for date night, for romance, for going out together, for ooh-la-la, there is a major danger coming to you. Stay with me, because I want to share what it is and what's my solution. That's next. So what is the danger if you don't make time for date night or a um, little romance or ooh-la-la or just holding hands and just you become kind of, you know, even though you've been married for years, maybe you're partners for years, maybe you're just in a relationship for years, it's comfortable, it's cozy, but it's not exciting, it's very boring. And if you don't make time for the relationship to glow, you know what's going to happen sooner or later? You're going to look somewhere else. And even if you don't act on it, your mind's going to look for stimulation outside of you guys' partnership. For instance, it could be alcohol, it could be any form of addiction, it could be anything. So please make time. And that's my simple solution. When you feel it slipping away, talk together. You are both responsible. You're the guardians of the relationship. Talk and make time. Please Otherwise, you're going to end up by calling me sooner or later with a problem, which is okay too. I'm here for that. But you call that next, 855-905-8255. If you've been touched by love or a moment of romance, share it with me and call me at 855-905-8255. Drea, bonjour. Ah, bonjour, Simon. Ah, bonjour, Drea. Welcome to the rendezvous. Uh, I know you have... A very romantic story you said you wanted to share with us on air. I do. I wanted to talk about my engagement. Oh, good. Congrats. Let me hear this. Thank you. Yeah, um, so it was Christmas, and we decided to go over to my parents in the morning, and I had a feeling that something was going to happen, so I decided to get a little a little dolled up. Um, and so... We went over to my parents, and everyone was acting kind of weird, and so we're opening up presents, and I noticed that he had disappeared from the room, and yes. we went over to the tree to open up a gift together, and I just had a feeling, and I knew, so I immediately started crying, oh. and I was getting very emotional, and he's very tall, he's like six four six five and so when he got down on one knee we were actually eye to eye for <laughs> once in a relationship and uh he started crying and couldn't get the words out and we hugged and you know he told me he loved me and wanted to spend wow. um getting like emotional about this um 
he said he wanted to spend the rest of his life with me and you know i i didn't even wait for him to ask i just said yes yes and <laughs> put the ring on and we hugged and we cried and it was a really really special moment it was just all the people that i uh-huh. care about and love together and it was so sweet hey, i what? i watched the video of it like every day Wow, wow, wow. Congratulations. I just need to know who, I mean, who was the most sensitive, the most emotional who, between you and him? It seems like he is a very emotional man, too. So who was crying the most? It, he actually, I rarely see him cry. I'll cry about anything, about a song, a movie. I'll cry about anything. So I'm usually the, the most emotional one, but I think he was he was more worked up than I was. He You know, he was shaking, and his voice was shaking. He couldn't get the words out. And so I think in that moment, he definitely was. Well, Drea, thank you so much. Congratulations to both of you and uh, to wonderful many, many, many years of happiness together. Thank you, Simon. You're most welcome, and have a good night. You know what's interesting? is It's true. I have watched over the years girlfriends of mine cry and didn't know what to do. Let's talk about what does it mean sometimes when your girlfriend cries and what should we do? That's next. So I'll be 100% honest. When I was 13, I fell in love with my first girlfriend, Christabel. It's when I discovered that she was very emotional. And I didn't understand and I felt so bad. And all I wanted to do is fix it. And it took me years years to understand that women from, I don't know what age, probably 10 to 90 years old, I think the the crying is part of the regulator of the emotions, and we have to let that happen and not always try to fix it. I was always trying to fix it. If I had a girlfriend, she was crying, even for small things, like a song would be played, and up she was crying in the car. Or, you know, something, there was a little argument. And I was feeling like so bad. I wanted to fix it at all costs. I was getting exhausted. So now that I'm a bit older, I know better. So let me share with you what I do if I have a girlfriend who gets really emotional with me. That's next. If you're a woman listening to me, have you ever felt like, you know, you get emotional, it's a nice song, it's a sweet moment, or you just had a long day and you get emotional for a little bit, and then your partner, your husband or boyfriend or whatever, or it suddenly wants to fix you, fix it, because the vision of your tears makes him feel really guilty, even though maybe he has nothing to do with it. I've learned that over the years to give space and not always try to find a solution that crying is a simple way to express just a moment of of stress for a little bit. It doesn't mean it's the end of the world. It doesn't mean we need to fix anything or it's our fault. And now that I know that, I'm so much more at ease and I have to respect the way a woman sometimes express her feelings through tears. It's actually very beautiful and poetic. So now you know to 855-905-8255, you call the next. If you have something on your mind and you would like advice, just call me, 855-905-8255. Kathy, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How can I help you tonight? I have a big question for you. There's a guy that I started working with me, and he's nice, he's respectful, but I'm not interested. 
and he constantly asked me out. And I've said no, I've said no, I've said no, and I don't know what more to do. What do you suggest? So how long has this been going on for? It's been going on for about two months now. And um, do you think he changed his tone? Is more aggressive, or it's the same way of asking you out? Do you feel, you know, a little scared, or do you feel annoyed and frustrated? I, I just, I'm not scared, just annoyed and frustrated because how many times can I say no? Exactly. Okay. So um, there is a sentence that I've used in my life that has always worked for me. Is mm-hmm. next time something like this happen, you just say. I would like you to leave me alone now. Don't ask me out. Leave me alone. And any time he asks you again, you said, remember, please leave me alone. We'll never go out together. Leave me alone. Please leave me alone. Okay. That sounds great. And and that can apply to many other situations when somebody's bothering you or, or harassing you. Please leave me alone. I've used it in other contexts than romance. It's very efficient. Please leave me alone. Okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you for your call. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you. I got a voicemail. I got a lot of voicemails to go to, but this needs my help about a certain DTR. I'll explain next. If you have a question and you can't wait because all the phone lines are busy or you got to go, just leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255. Let's hear Charlie's voicemail. Oh, uh, hello. My name is Charlie. Um... I've dated a girl for a while, um, casually, and I'm thinking of taking it to the next level and making the relationship exclusive and just basically making it a relationship. Uh, but I keep running into this anxiety, and I'm unsure. How do you how do you know when you're ready to move, take it to that next step? So, Charlie, I mean, that's a key question in relationships. When do you know it's time to take it to the next step? I'm going to answer that for you, Charlie, next how do you know it's time to take your relationship to the next step? Meaning, just like Charlie left me this voicemail saying he likes this girl and it's time to maybe, you know, get to the DTR, define the relationship to be exclusive. And he has anxiety about it, actually, because he doesn't know when is the time. And here is my answer. If you feel it, it's time. But if your intuition or you have anxiety, it's not time. Taking it to the next step is a moment of joy. It's a moment of happiness. It's a romantic and poetic moment. It shouldn't be a stressed out moment. If it is, it's because it's not the right time. So Charlie, don't do it yet. But when you feel calm and happy to say to your girlfriend, I want us to be exclusive, I'm ready. Are you ready to? Then you do it. Always respect your anxiety and respect your intuition. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Call me right now. Bonjour, Tammy. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? Thank you. Okay, so I have a question. Um, I'm 30, mm-hmm. and um, most of my friends, we're all single girls. We all have fun together. We bond over being single together, and it, it's just fun, right? Mm-hmm. So um, my best friend, actually, of over 10 years, we've been single together forever. Um, but recently, she is now in a relationship, and she's been seeing this guy for about three months or so now. So it's still really new. Mm-hmm. But as much as I want to be happy for her, I'm like, 
mad at her and I'm angry and I'm jealous and you know she talks to me about it all the time and she's gushing about it and she's all excited and it's just a total shift in our friendship you know the dynamics have changed because we've always bonded over being single together so my question is like how do I approach it where I see it and I'm happy for her no that's that's a great question to me so the first thing is you have to understand this is not against you Right. So when she's happy, when she is, you know, with her guy, you have to say this is this was not against me. She didn't cheat on me. She didn't. You know, it's just the natural evolution of things. So, A, it's not against you. Two, let's also tell her with a sense of humor. You know, imagine that you are in the desert. There is no water. And let's say she's calling you from a a resort at the ocean next to a pool and she's sipping orange juice or Avion water, French water, whatever she is drinking, and you have nothing to drink and she's drinking, you're going to be jealous. That's normal. So I think she has to limit, and you tell her that, say, listen, for our own sake of friendship, because I'm I'm single, maybe I'm a bit lonely, it, there's only so much I can hear. Otherwise, tell her, honestly, I get jealous because I don't have a man yet for me. Mm-hmm. So I love you, but understand, when we describe things, there's some things that are not for my ears because right now I don't have that. So be, on, be honest. Friendship and love are made of being honest to each other. Happy for each other. And the way to be happy is to remember this is not against you. Okay? Okay. You don't have to pretend. You just tell her, oh my God, you yeah, make me so, so jealous. Yeah, be honest. Yeah, I, oh, okay. Oh, with a sense of humor. Always be honest because when you're honest, you liberate yourself from the unspoken and the jealousy disappears. Okay. All right. Good luck to you, uh, Tammy. Good luck. Okay, thank you. And have a good night. Thank you. More rendezvous next. Thank you so much for listening to the rendezvous tonight. You know, I I can never thank you enough. This is an extraordinary adventure for me and my team. This is every night a very exciting night. And thank you so much uh, also for sharing your personal love stories. You have no idea how much it impacts me. I, I get inspired by it. Sometimes I get jealous by it because I want it to happen to me. Sometimes I say, oh, I'm going to do that too. I think it's a great gesture of romance. And I think by sharing the best of our love stories, we really learn from each other. So I wanted to thank you for that tonight because I, as a host, learn also from you by how you know you love your partner, how you get out of a situation into a situation. And thank you also for trusting me with your situation, actually, when you call me with a question. Anyway, I'll be back tomorrow. But if you miss me, check out my podcast, La Confession, because La Confession is a space where the truth always comes out. Have a good night. I'll be back tomorrow. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.